This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. We have our first guest in the studio, however. So, hey, no stranger to this show. <laughs> no, ex- exactly. We've got uh, Maura Finucane and Sophie Coe, who are here to talk about a show that's on at the moment in Chinatown. We'll get onto that show a little bit shortly. Uh, it's called House of, ha- House of the Heart. Is that House right? of the Heart. Okay. And it is a beautiful work. And we will talk about that, more. But before we do start, let's get a little bit of background on both of you. Now, as David said, Maura, you've been in the show, to our show several times. Yeah. Uh, however, let's... For the people who haven't heard, what's a little bit of background on you? How did you sort of get started and what have you been doing up till now? Oh, well, my God. An abbreviated, <laughs> an abbreviated yes, story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm an artist. I'm a writer, director, performer. I, You know, I got my start in terms of performing. I got my start in nightclubs. I trained as an environmental scientist. I worked in human rights for a decade. And, and somewhere in the midst of all of that, I started performing in Melbourne's Awesome, queer and underground. What, what did your parents think when all of a sudden you decided? Oh my God, my parents! You know, um, I've never asked that question. Well, they're you just know, they, they really they followed along. You know, following along at home. And I remember Mum saying to me once, you know, because the, the sort of becoming, you know, one, once I was the queen of burlesque macabre, and then I became, you know, the diva of burlesque, and now I'm the diva dragon. And and Mum said, Oh, darling. You have been performing since you were born. <laughs> so uh, it's it's always but, but, been a, a big journey. Yeah, but giving up that professional career yeah. uh, and you know, like in, in the science world as well, to be a performer is a big d- jump off the, the cliff, isn't it? Yeah, look, it you know, it's never felt like one. It's always felt like everything has come together. Okay. So you know when when all the different rivers come together mm. and then they go out to the ocean. That's kind of how life feels to me and and nowadays and particularly in House of the Heart there's some beautiful stories which dovetail so perfectly with my environmental science background as an artist, you know, I've been to Antarctica. I know. I've seen extraordinary yeah. things with with your amazing uh, outfits I know, on standing. So all of that wild and you know in night clubs i was never a normal performer anyway as you remember david i was up there doing wildly archetypal gothic erotic mayhem i've never really fitted any kind of box and it's it's still the same Mm. all those elements my Mm. love for humanity my love for the natural world my love of the wild and the untamed Mm. Mm. is very much part of my performance well i I can remember at 45 downstairs a a few years back now before covid and um, people had to wear raincoats in the front row because you would have got splashed with all the milk that oh you were God, pouring over right. yourself. The Dairy Queen. <laughs> the Dairy Queen. And that was my um, that was my homage to horror films and to horror films that don't ever hurt you. They're just great fun to scream mm, at. Yeah. And I wanted to make this monster, <laughs> this absolute monster that would harm no one yeah. but that would make absolutely everyone scream. So the Dairy Queen, you know, seven foot tall, you know, four litres of milk, Everybody gets, you know, a plastic tablecloth or a raincoat and just the wildness ensues. Mm -hmm. Now, who have you brought along today? You know, 
Sophie Coe is a luminous, legendary pop star. She's a singer and songwriter. She's a composer. No, don't give it away. Let, let her. Let her. <laughs> Sophie, I, welcome. Hello. Uh, so you can tell your story. Yeah. Well, I started out as a classical pianist. Right. And um, when I was living in New Zealand, I got into writing songs and um, went to open mic nights when we moved from Wellington, Aotearoa, to Australia. So I was on the last train home, you know, to Glen Waverley at open mic nights in the city when I was about, you know, just 17, 18, and that's how my career started. Since then, I've released four independent albums, and and then I, and Moria found me four years ago, and um, now I'm in cabaret shows with her. And, and once she gets uh, gets you, she won't let go. <laughs> you know, You're like run while you can. It's run. True, it's true. And, and yet, but nobody ever does. <laughs> um, it was we had a Sydney Festival commission, and there were lots of beautiful singers um, that were, you know, a potential for, for this beautiful, beautiful intercultural work. And, and Sophie, I met Sophie and, um, you know, I'd heard of Sophie. She's an incredible artist and an indie pop star. And then she came into this tiny little room and she sang this song, um, about her grandmother and she cried and I cried and it was just the beginning of an incredible journey. Mm. And Sophie, you write a lot of your own stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Writing music, how, how do you find that? Do you know, like inspirational? Yeah, it's, it's evolved through the years. Obviously, I started writing in English and um, I'm a person of Chinese ethnicity. My parents from Malaysia, my grandparents from China and only till recently I've, I've become more confident with um, writing in Mandarin and really going back oh, to my mother tongue. Okay. So during the show of House of the Heart, we sing in both languages. Okay. And, and particularly because it is the year of the dragon, mm. it is Lunar New Year. Um, and over the Lunar New Year, we celebrate that over 15 days. So it's still a celebration. And, and at the House of the Heart, I sing in both languages on stage. Right. Mm. Brilliant. Now, where are you performing? We're performing in the Dragon Gallery of the Chinese Museum, and it is the luckiest place in Melbourne. <laughs> so, you know, most people know Chinatown, but yep. what most people don't know is that Melbourne's Chinatown is the oldest continuously occupied Chinatown in the whole world. I it's didn't, incredibly I didn't realize auspicious. That. But it came here because of the uh, gold rush Of the days. gold rush. And, yeah. and dragons have been parading the streets of Melbourne for mm. over 100 years. There's three generations of processional dragons at the Chinese Museum. I am a dragon. I am <laughs> Mulong, which is the wood dragon. It's the year of the wood dragon. And we decided to create this work to celebrate the start of the new year in the luckiest place in town. And I guess for me, Melbourne's always been that wild melting pot of all kinds of different cultures and forms and spiritualities and identities. And when you're surrounded by dragons with 13 incredible artists who are really from all over the world, you know, wild, powerful, indigenous, Nalamad jazz, blues legend, Loa Songni, right through to Sophie Ko, you know, singing Choi Jian, Chinese grandfather of rock and roll, the voice of a generation. And I tell you, the dragons smile, the audience cry. We sell lucky dragon cocktails. <laughs> There's, you know, Bollywood. It's it's an incredible explosion of so energy. So is there, is there a theatre in there? Or how, what are you using as we the We made space? a theatre. Okay. I, I've been the 
member of the Chinese Museum for about 25 years and I always wanted to do something there because I love that place so deeply. And I went to Mark Wang, who's the CEO, and a dragon himself. And I said, Mark, can we do a show here? And he said, well, we don't have a theatre here. I said, can we do it in the Dragon Gallery? So literally every night we bring in tables and chairs and, and velvet and chocolates and, you know, it's, it's incredible. Mm. And it just pops up. Yeah. And what's it like for you being part of a show like this, you know, like with your heritage as well? I think um, when I was growing up, I didn't see many people that look like me on stage or on television mm. in Australia. So I feel like I have a unique opportunity to be on stage with Moira and also with the rest of the crew who are from all parts of the world and really sing in Mandarin. And it doesn't matter if you don't understand these languages. Music translates yeah. um, people, so does food, so does sport. And, and music's got a, such a big, powerful um, um, job to do that. And, and I'm very lucky. Um, and, you know, I, I am just um, amazed by the audience reaction. We've, we've been on stage for three nights now and everyone's crying or laughing at the end and, and coming up and saying, you know, they've never seen somebody or heard a song in Mandarin in a cabaret setting before. Um, and, and that makes me very happy. Yeah. And what, what is the audience? Is it a mixed a mixture it's of an the regulars mix. and... We had an audience there. We've, we have audience there from all places. We have Chinese diaspora audiences, Chinese audiences. We had people there last night from different parts of Africa, from India, from Japan. It's, it's, it's a hot pot. Mm. And, and when they sit there, David, they sit literally surrounded by dragons because <laughs> the world's longest processional dragon actually mm. curls around wow. the dragon gallery wow. and right down into the ground and, People can't believe their eyes because mm. even though people walk through Chinatown every day, all of us do, every day of the year, we go there, we get our dumplings or we go and see a show in the theatre district and and people come in and go, oh, I never knew this was here. Mm. I never knew this was here. And when they hear the story of one of the dragons in there was the first processional dragon made in China in 30 years and they hear these stories and they're surrounded by this incredible magic and and because it's so intimate you know we can really only fit something like 66 people in there mm. and and they're all at these beautiful tables and candles and they're watching Lois Olney sing you know a song from the far north of Western Australia or watching Raksha Pasnani who dreamed of being a, a Bollywood belly dancer in Mumbai and then moved to Melbourne and her dream came true I guess that's what happens to people when they move to Melbourne <laughs> you know and Zitao Deng, who is who's a national folk singer from China, who just started writing his first pop songs after he met me. And it's fresh, it's wild, it's unexpected, mm. and it's incredibly beautiful. Mm. Sounds absolutely awesome. Of course it would be because it's you. Uh so when's it running to? We run till the 10th of March. Right. So we're, we're doing 16 shows only. Uh-huh. We're right at the end of the first week. So we only run for another week yep. and we've just been packed to the rafters. Yep. We have dragon seats, dragon cocktails, <laughs> and we've put more dragon seats on sale because they've almost sold out. And you can come, just go to the Chinese Museum website or Finn Ukane and Smith's website or just go House of the Heart, try booking and there right. you'll be. House of the Heart, 
it's a beautiful name. And thank you for coming in. And it's a show tonight. We've got a show tonight. What We've time? still got some tickets. It's five thirty p.m. Right, right. And, and we can't we can't wait. One mm. of the things that has amazed me about this show is that when Jackie and I created it, we were I was um, with Sophie in in the far north of China on the Tibetan plateau, and all of these people were talking about what is in their hearts, and they were people from all parts of the world and from all parts of the China. And then Sophie started singing them this song, and it's the song that opens the show, and uh-huh. it's called um, Gunlan Shu, the Olive Tree, and it's about coming from a land far away. And it, the snow was falling on the Tibetan plateau, and people were crying. And when she sings it in the House of the Heart, it's exactly the same effect. Mm. Brilliant. Actually, before we wrap up, can I, I'm going to put you on the spot, Sophie. I hope you don't mind. I was just looking through our record uh, library and I noticed that there are a few tracks of yours on the library. So I just wonder, I think a lot of them are from uh, from the Book of Songs. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if there's any, any one that you think might be. We, we you could, could play Gun Lan Shu, which is, just means Olive Tree. Is um, that on there? That's what yes, I'm trying to work it out. It is. Oh, yes, I can. Okay, so that's great. All right. I'll, I'll slot that one in. So, in fact, we just might wrap up with that one, basically. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in, especially on show day. What time? At 5.30 tonight? It's at 5.30 tonight. tonight. Okay. We play Thursday to Saturday, 7.30, and we play till March the 10th. Yeah. And it is an unforgettable work. It is the luckiest way to start the year. Brilliant. And we all need luck. <laughs> so lovely to have you here. All it's right. such a joy to be with you. Right. Thank you so much. We've been talking to Moira Finnecane and Sophie Coe, and we're we're going to wrap up with uh, with Sophie singing Ganglan Chu, which is Olive Tree here on Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Magazine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.